It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pool List. My name is Lex and I'm here with my co-host Simon. Simon, what's up? Where am I? (laughs) And this is a podcast where we talk about nerdy stuff. We try to talk about the most trending topics in the nerd world. And sometimes we review comic books. So we're just going to jump right into that. Mainly because Simon and I have already been talking for like 45 minutes about the most random things. So uh, we're going to try to dial it back in for you people at home. I feel like we didn't record last week, but I think it's because we were off. Not off, but like we were frozen and then we did like a live show and then we did a show that we didn't prepare for at all. And then now we're (laughs) back to it. Now we're back to being semi-prepared. <clears throat> yeah, we read, we read the book this time. <laughs> What's been going on with you, man? Mm, not much. Uh, for our YouTube viewers, I changed up my room a little bit. Added some storage for diorama. I got a new glass case because I've got too many figures. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm working on some photos behind me. I got a couple little posters and cool yeah, stuff right. there. We talked about it last time. We're gonna, we're working on um, bootleg versions of ourselves for toy photos, and um, Simon's is just about complete. So he put some pictures up. So if you check out, did you post them on our Instagram or just yours? Yeah, on, on ours yesterday. All right, so cool. Yeah, look at Simon Sunday Collection. Do that. It's pretty badass. I can't wait. I got a few of my pieces in. Um, I got my glasses in for my guy, and what's cool is that they sent me this little uh, case for my tiny glasses and I could put my creepy head in there. So (laughs) very creepy and and professional. So I'm excited. I got some pieces coming. I think it's, it's not expensive, but it's uh, I told my wife, it's like, I was like, Hey, I bought a body today (laughs) for my toy. She's like, Oh, okay. (laughs) Like she doesn't, uh, she's not mean about it. She's just like, that's what you want to do. That's cool. Yeah. She's got like a tally. <laughs> yeah. For she's counting up the days, counting down the days. I'm an avid window shopper, and uh, she's an avid shopper. So, like, not we all, you know, we pay our bills and we have money saved and things like that. But like, she usually, if we, you know, if she wants something, she gets it because she works hard. I shop and unshop a lot, and a lot of times she tries to get me to buy things because she like has guilt <laughs> she's <laughs> like yeah i spent all this money so you should buy that like there's uh an amazing variant cover um it's uh, there's like a red foil and gold foil variant cover for venom number 32 mm-hmm. it's so so gorgeous and uh i was talking gorgeous. about it i was like oh, i would never buy it because it's like 50 bucks for the set she's like you should just do it just do it right now and i'm like no no <laughs> that's not it's how my brain works <laughs> it's 50 bucks for the set yeah Get it now before it's like a five hundred dollars for the set. Yeah, I know. And she's like, as soon as you don't do it, then it's going to be sold out, and you're going to be talking about it, and I don't want to hear about it. Uh, <laughs> because I was going to get the the set of three because there's a all it's like a black cover too. The, the set is eighty, but then they sold out of the black cover in that conversation. Mm-hmm. So I was like, maybe next time. <laughs> yeah, I, I I convince myself I don't need things until they're sold out, and I'm like, fuck, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I needed that. And that's what she said. She said, you always do that. You always say 
you always talk about how something's going to be worth some money and then you don't buy it and then it's worth money and you're like see i should have got that <laughs> see i told you so yeah, i was right that's me and um, so yeah that's cool you got the simon figure pretty much set up are you going to get an undershirt for or are you just going to rock the no. dolphin skin bear I think I, I need, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i need to get some kind of undershirt probably some need to pad it up a little bit so it's got a nice tum 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 like myself me too man that's why i got that's why i'm ordering that big sweatshirt <laughs> well and they make they make like bodies that are fat but they're like comically fat they're yeah. not just like a normal person i saw a few and they weren't very um they were the same quality though they were meant as like no one's gonna take these seriously so we just yeah this is a joke <laughs> um which i don't think you or i are fat but we're we're thick boys though now yeah <laughs> Um, luckily our the way our bodies are shaped which if i can talk about our bodies for a second on the show <laughs> is that in uh, it's we don't get like huge guts or like gi- or giant or anything it's just expand maybe we will if we keep expanding but <laughs> everything pretty much the weight is distributed evenly so yeah i have that's when i really started to notice when my 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 i got a spare tire <laughs> and i was like oh shit uh, yeah, yeah my legs get bigger first so whatever i moved to only sweatpants every day and i was like oh i should probably mm-hmm. put down the pop tarts <laughs> they're so good <laughs> they're so good uh, what was i gonna say oh yeah so all i'm lacking is an undershirt of some sort and some shoes man boys running around with no shoes see that i was gonna get there's that i don't want to get a white sweatsuit wetsuit because that's weird i don't want to be like in a puff daddy video or anything but <laughs> it comes it's a three-piece so it comes with a sweatshirt um sweatpants and like a shirt underneath and so there will there will be a gray one and a black one so you could use one of those mm. and one of those sweats buying i'm so, buying clothes for my action figure and i won't buy clothes for myself so <laughs> so so that that's the sweatpants are like the same amount that i would spend on a pair of jeans because i'm a cheap ass <laughs> like yeah. i won't go buy jeans yeah that sweatsuit would be like a sweatsuit that i would buy myself like i would go to bras or something to buy myself yeah a hoodie and some sweats for the same price <laughs> depressing <laughs> hey you know it's a pandemic everybody's nuts yeah. we're bored it's, man and it's, it's all i blame it poison i bought everything on the podcast so it's like i read a lot of comic books and watch a lot of comic book related things because we talk about it on the show are you claiming it or are you using it as an excuse? I'm not claiming it yet. Unless I, I mean, I don't want to get in trouble for like tax fraud. Uh, somebody convinced me that they were like, your toy photography business, it doesn't have to be a successful business. Yeah. <laughs> like, claim all that shit. I was like, I don't know. I mean, She's yeah. Like, someone smarter than me has to do that stuff for. Yeah. So, right. Maybe next year we'll hire a. <sighs> An intern straight out of community college <laughs> to do our taxes for us. <laughs> yeah. Are you an accountant? No, whatever. You know, whatever, numbers, right? Yeah. You know how to count? You have your associate's degree. Come on, man. <laughs> and if not, you'll just be the fall guy. You'll be the scapegoat. So if yeah, we get in tax trouble, we'll be like, that guy did it. Send him to prison. We'll send him some comic books to keep him yeah. company. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, that's all I got going on, too. I, my comic shop has been, not my comic shop, the website, but my LCS. got hit pretty hard with the freeze and so some books a lot of like their marvel books and their most of their indies have are two weeks behind now i think they're Mm -hmm. caught i think they're caught up today but i haven't had a chance to go out there Mm -hmm. so that that kind of set me off especially because there's some books that like i wanted to get specifically and i'm just like i want to get there was a crossover book 
that is a spoiler alert. It's a huge madman title right now. Um, and there was a secret variant and there's like a regular, I've got all the regular covers. So I wanted to be sure to get that. I I'm so OCD about it that I ordered the secret variant online before, just in case <laughs> something happened, which luckily I did because yeah, that happened. And, but last run in two came out and I didn't get that yet. And if you out there know how bad it was to get the first one, that sucks. So I'm sad. Yeah, man. Some people are just struggling to get bread, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like... some people can't eat and I need my comic books. You know, it's the same thing. Like, yeah. Give <laughs> so, me my shit. Speaking of Crossroads, the art, the writer from Crossroads, Donny Cates, he's from Austin, Texas. He's currently writing Venom, huge hot streak right now. Everybody loves him. He's a, a very talented writer. He's doing all the King and Black stuff. He wrote God Country. We reviewed that book at one point on the podcast. He was downtown, I want to say two days ago, passing out meals to people that needed it. So I thought that was pretty cool. Damn, that is cool. They passed out like 200 meals and he flooded the bill. So that was really cool. Wow. Uh, yeah, you know, part of me, huge comic book fan. I love that guy. Uh, I was going to get a sandwich just to kind of like make the introduction. But then I was like, <laughs> people are out there like, need to eat and I, yeah that that would be the wrong time <laughs> hey man i don't like, really i don't really need your sandwich but i, I just want to introduce myself hey, anybody else want this <laughs> <laughs> or i just like shake his hand and walk off and throw it in the trash can <laughs> oh man i was like i'm not That's gonna it. go downtown to mess with that so uh maybe he's at my comic shop all the time or my lcs all the time but i'm, I'm never there when he's there just spend the night there. Yeah, I just get a job there, and then I'll oh, there you go. You're like, oh my god, Donny Gates! Yeah, I'll eventually meet him. That's what's going on with me. Uh, not a lot. Still, I'm reading old comic books. Um, I've been reading a lot of milestone stuff. Speaking of milestone, we're reviewing a milestone book today. Uh, yeah. Did you uh, Static dropped on HBO? Have you watched it at all? No, it's the cartoon. Yeah, I never really liked the cartoon. Really, I don't. Well, you know, I didn't eat like I did. Back in the day, um, yeah. But like now, watching them, just like oh, it's not really that good. No, and I, I remember wanting to like it, but I was like, eh. yeah, seems kind of childish. Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal was in that episode that I watched the other day, so it was like, hey, <laughs> yeah, he was. He you was. like basketball? <laughs> he was. Oh man, let's jump into the trending topics. Some show that I'm very a show that I'm very excited about called Jupiter's Legacy coming out on Netflix in May, May 5th, I believe. Uh they released a teaser and they've released well, they released the teaser and then they released the date that's coming out May 5th. Jupiter's Legacy is mm. a book written by Mark Millar and illustrated by Frank Quietly. It's so good. I imagine we'll read it closer to May. Just to yeah. kind of ride that trend wave. Plus, mm. I've grown to love Frank Quietly's art, even though I didn't when I was younger. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I've mentioned that before. So it's very cool because uh, it centers around a family and the show is going to sort of have like a Kardashian meets Incredibles vibe is what Mark Millar said. I don't know if I like that or if I hate that. We'll see. Mm. We'll see. I don't know. It's got some great actors in it. And I don't know if you saw the teaser at all. I have not. Mm-mm. It looks. I think you'll like it. it it's. It, they're wearing like campy superhero suits like superman suits in it so it'll be good i I did see the one of the pictures and it looked yeah the suits look kind of campy not too bad but i was like "Hmm." (laughs) yeah yeah like it's obviously like meant to be a superhero show not 
trying to convince you that superheroes can be real. Yeah. Which I like that a lot. <clears throat> Something that I, I'm really tired of speculating on things and trying to guess the next move. Like WandaVit. Okay. Let me stop and say this. It's a big part of the MCU. It always has been like what's happening next. What's going to happen next. You know, what's going to happen in Endgame? What's going to happen in infinity war? Like what, what are the missing pieces? That's always been fun. But WandaVision every five minutes has been, <laughs> has been that. So it, it's like yeah. they overdid it with the show. And now I'm just kind of burnt out on it. And I just, I don't care. I just want to watch it. Mm-hmm. But sure. some people out there care about stuff like this. So a new report surfaced showing two series regulars added to the upcoming Disney Plus show, uh, Secret Invasion. One of them is an older male antagonist for the show and a middle-aged woman who will share many scenes with Nick Fury. Speculate all you want, folks. I, I don't, I, I'm not going to. An unnamed older male will be in the age range of 50 and 60, and the woman will be 40 and 50. And oh, that's... An old, old lady by MCU standards. <laughs> yeah, right. Devastatingly old. Lady mm. from the Titanic. And... <laughs> so, do you have any idea? I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you and I, I think, are the same boat. Uh, if you think you know who this is, I would love to hear other people's theories. Like, if you want to work it all out, that'd be. I would. I would listen to you, um, but I wouldn't care much about it. <laughs> Sorry, one uh, division, and we'll talk about one division in a second. It's just, it's a little exhausting. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's a yeah. popular kid uh, on TikTok. His name's Soups. And he's, we'll talk about this again when the episode, um, when we talk about WandaVision, <clears throat> but he's basically just getting berated with all these like hateful videos because he said he thought the episode eight was underwhelming. And it's like, hey man, the kid can have an opinion. Who gives a shit? <laughs> like the kid can have an opinion. Yeah. Know? Like if he didn't like it, he didn't like it. Like people think like, hey man, you have to have a certain mindset about the show. Like you don't have to like WandaVision. Yes, you, you, do. don't, you don't have to. You also don't. You don't have to theorize. You know what I mean? Like you, it's like, it's like people are getting bullied into. Wait, you don't have a theory about it? You don't. You don't think Mephisto's in the show? You're no. not. A, you're not a real fan. Yeah. It's like you know what? I don't want to be a real fan. Fuck that show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy the show too, and that's the thing. I compare it to when. When Melee came out and everybody's like, okay, if you do this secret move, you can get Goku. You just have to do this secret move. Yeah. Basically, people speculated about whatever new... Or they do that now. People still they, do that, yeah. Yeah, they do that releasing the DLC and they're like, I wonder who it's going to be. And then it's some random character and they're like, fuck Smash Brothers, fuck Nintendo, yeah. fuck Sakurai. Everybody's wow. like, hey man, the next... Every single time, uh, they're like, it's going to be Sora from Kingdom Hearts. It's gotta be. They've given up on Goku. Now all I see is Sora from Kingdom Hearts, and then they dropped Sephiroth. That the last, the time before last, or maybe the last time, and everyone's like, "Oh, now we have another anime swordsman." Oh, this game sucks. It's like he's from a video game. You could also not play it. Shut up. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's an old ass game. It's not like it's. It's cool that they're adding new things to this game still. Well, yeah, they they even joked about that because the newest character is from Xenoblade Mm -hmm. Chronicles. 
I think is it whatever. Yeah. And the character is a sword. Like that's what she is. <laughs> and so they're like another anime, but now she is a sword. One thing I think is crazy is that Nintendo doesn't play around, especially about Smash Bros. They haven't lowered the price of shit, man. Mm-mm. I got on there, so I've been playing it a lot more lately because my son is getting into it. And I was like, okay, well, now it's a good time. It's been a long time since they released that first character pack. It's got to be cheap. No, it's, wow. 30, it's 30 bucks. <laughs> no, like, it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, it's. <laughs> I don't know any besides like. There's not many games that will lower the price of their DLC. I, I, I think guess. I'm just I, the only real fighting game that I play outside of that is Mortal Kombat, and Mortal Kombat does. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess they'll, that's true. they'll release like the whole game. You know what? The game's thirty dollars this week. Yeah. All, all the DLC, everything, all the future DLC. We don't care. <laughs> Nintendo is like a uh, investment. You know, yeah. you buy a Nintendo game, you're like, I'm done with this, but I'm going to keep it. Yeah. Just in case that one day I want to sell it for the same price I bought it for. Yeah. I paid, I played, uh, and I have these games. I've kept most of them and I pop them in every now and then. I played Mario Kart today for the first time since I bought the Nintendo Switch. And I was like, that's fun for about 15 minutes. And then, yeah, it's not fun unless you have a group of people in the room. And then I turned on my PlayStation and played real, <laughs> a real game. Um, I don't know. That's what I got about the speculation on Secret Invasion. If you know who it's going to be or you have a theory, let us know. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go on a rant about people. You guys can theorize. It's fun. But everything in moderation, folks. Don't get too don't get too wrapped up in it. Yeah. Unless you're talking about booze. Drink as much booze as you want. Yeah. And pizza. It. Those are two things drink you, sh- two, two things you should never pizza. do. <laughs> yeah, Drink as much boozy pizza as you want. Never moderate that. Talking about boozy pizza, in the wake of sexual abuse allegations, T.I. and his wife, against T.I. and his wife, T.I. won't be coming back in the Ant-Man film. Who's going to be Ant-Man then? Isn't he Ant-Man? <laughs> Is it the Ant-Man? Yeah. Oops. I'm going to re-say that. Sorry. I, like, oh, that's I, I said like T.I.'s wife. <laughs> oh. All right. In the wake of sexual abuse allegations against T.I. and his wife, the actor will not be returning to the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the third Ant-Man film. What are they going to do, man? How are they going to survive? Yeah, I don't, you know, honestly, he was such a, he was such an anchor for that movie. Isn't that know. how he got, that's how Ant-Man got his powers. Sexual abuse? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's it, man. That's a different Ant Man. Sorry, <laughs> that's touched by your Ant Man. Touched by. <laughs> that's been, uh, oh god, I'm gonna have to cut that out because uh, I don't want to offend anybody that's been touched by their aunt. <laughs> um, it's like I didn't get it the first time. <laughs> you said it again. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to cut it out. Fuck it. Earlier this week, it was reported that 11 women came forward with allegations of abuse and sexual violence against T.I. and his wife. And we're laughing in the situation, not about the, the you know, 11 women coming. That's insane. And no, I feel bad. That's terrible. It, against we, him and his wife? Yeah, his wife is down because she looks like Miss Piggy. So she's. <laughs> she's like, Kermy. She's <laughs> down for the gods. Uh, T.I., if you're listening, I'm sorry, man. She does. Uh, and yeah. We're not laughing about the sexual violence or anything like that. That's insane. That's gross. We just got kind of wrapped up in a stupid joke. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
That who cares? I mean, yeah. not who cares about the sexual assault again. That's like very yeah. No, but this is not news. Like yeah. if he didn't return, be like, oh, I if guess was, who cares? Paul yeah. Rudd didn't come back to play Antwan because eleven. That's a huge title, you know, news wave. But like slow news week. Yeah, even the other guy. What's the, the main guy? I can't remember the actor's name. Louise? He's funny. Louise? Yeah, yeah, like that guy. That would yeah. be a big deal. But him and that weird Russian dude. The that vampire was the, Russian guy, yeah. The guy that tried to shoot uh, Gordon in The Dark Knight. Yeah, those two guys can leave. I re- I didn't expect them to be in the movie. Like, who was expecting them to be like, damn it. Shit! I was only going to see that movie for T.I. Oh, man. Speaking of disappointing things, Zack Snyder's Justice League is going to end on a massive cliffhanger. Originally designed to set up additional sequels in the DC Extended Universe. Mm. It's a lot of it's a lot of who cares stuff today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, you know what the cliffhanger is going to be is uh, Ryan Reynolds is going to pop up. Yeah. Like, as green lantern you remember me <laughs> um yeah uh, that sucks because suck. like you you do want some kind of but to me it makes me wonder if <clears throat> if there's going to be more i don't know yeah yeah like it's not come on man it's like the, this stuff isn't in like it doesn't go without a plan like d warner brothers sunk, warner brothers sunk 70 million dollars into it like, I just feel like this is not the end. Mm-mm. Well, and I mean, even so, they can continue it without some of the characters. Yeah. I mean, as far as like Wonder Woman, okay, like her movies are all prequels mm-hmm. to this. And then, uh, you know, Superman. Kill- the cliffhanger is Batman's going to die. That's that's it. Cliffhanger is Superman's going to die again. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be cool. Well, they're going to crash into each other. Super speed. <laughs> uh, we, I think we're on different sides of the spectrum. I am actually excited to watch the Zack Snyder's Justice League. I've fallen into the hype. I've been romanticized by it. And Me too, honestly. Uh, we're not. I, I'm excited about it too. I'm excited to see it. It's four hours long, but and like uh, people say that as like a bad thing. But for me, I'm like, I, I will watch a, a four-hour superhero movie. Mm-hmm. And, and i'm at home so i can stop it like you're telling me that i can i have the ability to stop it and do something else if i'm not into it right yeah and <clears throat> even the other the regular justice league it's just a little bit of the what i can only assume is the joss whedon writing that made it terrible for me yeah. so yeah. and and that's what that's how i justify it to myself justify um <laughs> <laughs> I wear. I take off my shirt. I'm wearing like a Zack Snyder hoodie underneath, and I put on like a Zack Snyder hat. I'm like, oh, I thought you were making a Justin Timberlake joke. It was both. It was both. Oh my god. Um. So, and I think about it like that. That's how I rationalize it in my head. Is that all the things? And I think about all the things I hate about that movie. Stupid mustache. I hope that looks better. I thought his suit looked like it was spray painted on. They went for the black suit. I think that's going to look better. It's all the weird conversation pieces. Mm-hmm. I imagine Zack Snyder's broody tone is going to take all that shit out. So it might be an okay movie. I'm not going to. I'm not saying it's going to be Oscar worthy or you know no. they're going to make any big changes, but it it could be an okay movie. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to give it more than that. Yeah. <clears throat> Same with. 
Batman versus Superman. Like I've seen that a couple times. I don't hate it. It's not a good movie, but I don't hate it. I really don't hate it either. Not as much as other people hate it. Um, I really, really hate the Martha thing. Oh, that's stupid. Yes, that's very. But stupid. when I was in the theaters, and I'm going to be 100% honest about my initial reaction, it wasn't like, "Oh, that's stupid." It was like, "Wow, they're both of their mom's name is Martha," and I've never <laughs> put that together. Like I've been a comic book fan since I was a baby. <laughs> I've never put that they had the same mother. Like that in my that's what blew my mind. And then when I rewatched it, I was like, "Oh, that's dumb." Because yeah, I'm, no, I thought. Yeah, I thought that too. I, it really did dawn on me then. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like, Everyone's like, man, that's dumb, isn't it? I'm like, yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. Who would <laughs> think of that? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so Zack Snyder, also in DC EU news, reports over the weekend had come out that Amber Heard had been fired from Aquaman 2. You know, she's been sort of in the media about beating the crap out of. Johnny Depp's weird ass, or they beat the crap out of each other, or something like that. They were drinking each other's blood. I think the problem. What? Well, so that's you know that's typical weird guy Hollywood stuff. Um, <laughs> typical. Yes. Typical weird Hollywood guy stuff. I just assume that now after the Army Hammer thing came out, I just assume that all those guys. Yeah, they're either trying to fuck kids or, or drink, drink blood or or something like that. Bring somebody back from the dead. <laughs> She's not fired. Which, again, more who cares news. And I don't want to say, like, I know there's people that think the justice needs to be served because Johnny Depp lost his jobs or something like that. But he's also, it's hard for me to empathize with these people that are millionaires. You know, well, it's he, like, his finances are kind of effed up. But, yeah, but, he was also, but he was also spending like $600,000 a month on wine. Like yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. hard for me to sympathize with that. Like if he was it's donating, smashing bottles. Yeah, he was just, if he was like shooting them out of cannons and shit. <laughs> like <laughs> it's hard for me to, and I'm not saying that makes it right, but it's just hard for me to be like, oh. sure, yeah, yeah. No, I we we lived through shitty things just yeah. last week, you know, yeah. the week before. So, and these people just whatever. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm with. Two hundred people had to get in a line downtown to get a ham sandwich, <laughs> but mm-hmm. this guy is shooting wine bottles out of a old cannon so yeah who cares about either one of them i'm sorry you guys are both famous uh you they'll bounce back johnny depp's not hurting right now maybe a little bit since they beat each other up but (laughs) i feel like i'm offending people today so if you're one of the people that are on the side of and i get like the the ethical side of it but this isn't that kind of podcast so now people know what they're in for if you have been abused please call yeah, not us. Abuse hotline. We can't help uh, it. Because it's a big deal. It is a big deal. It's a big deal. We do. We're not making fun of it. Um, Just bad joke placement on this episode. Yeah, we have yeah. to be laughing and then bring up and <laughs> It's going to be our best I'll, episode. Yeah, oh well. Uh, In lighter news, have you seen Superman and Lois? The first episode was two hours long. Mm-mm-mm. No, it was. I went in with like this is going to be the worst, and it was actually pretty good. I mean, I've heard good things about that side, like yeah. of the Arrowverse or whatever you want to call it. And it and that guy looks like he'd be good Superman. He, what he, little parts I saw, he plays Superman, and it it sucks because Henry Cavill hasn't had the chance to do it. Um, 
but Tyler Hoichin plays Superman like I want Superman to be played, like corny, uh, stupid, not smiling. People have been attacking people online. Like, you really think Superman's smiling all the GD time? It's just like, <laughs> he smiles sometimes. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, he smiles sometimes. It's like, it doesn't have to be either or, but we would just like him to smile at some point. Yeah, he doesn't look like he's about to cry yeah. all the time. Or poop his pants. <laughs> One piece. <laughs> it's a good show. If you've watched it, let me know what you think. Um, it does. It's not without its faults. It has the benefit of going up against the Arrowverse. So it's just like you only have to be moderately good. Mm-hmm. To, you know, it make those shows make you look better. So it, it's good. Not saying that it will, you know, be good as it goes on, but the first the first two hour episode was good. Is it going to be like Creature of the Week type thing? That's what Flash was. I mean, they're all kind of like that. They're all kind of like that. A little bit. There's always like a Creature of the Week with a bad guy in the back tying it all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so something like that. He yeah. has two, he has two sons. Weird. That's weird. I, I did think that was kind of neat. They're spinning it in a different yeah. direction. That's weird. So that's I like weird. So we'll see. In game news, we are talking about Nintendo earlier. They released some stuff about Pokemon. Pokemon. Are you excited about Pokemon Legends? However you say that. Arceus? Pokemon Legend Arceus? Yeah, it looks pretty neat. It's like an open world thing. It looks cool. That's where I originally thought that Breath... Uh, not Breath of the Wild. Um, the new Pokemon Shield and Sword was going to be. Mm, it's like they... Nintendo always does like a open world light before they release a game. So. Yeah. They released those. They were like, let's see how this goes over. Mm-hmm. We're not going to spend a lot of resources. And that's why a lot of people complained about it looking kind of shitty. Yeah, it was very, very plain. Yeah. Um, and I feel like they kind of did, I don't know, a little bit open world with like Wind Waker, stuff like that before they moved into Breath of the Wild. I know that was like way earlier. but Yeah, um, yeah they've definitely been leading up to Breath, Breath of the Wild. Such a good game. Mm-hmm. Very good. That's why I think I want to play this game because it, it looks like Breath, not looks like Breath of the Wild, but kind of gave that same open world vibe. Yeah, and I hope that they, from what I saw, it looks cool, but I think that they'll uh, develop it a lot more, hopefully put more resources into it. They're also remaking, um, or is it's not a port, they're remaking Pokemon, mm-hmm. what is it, Platinum and... Diamond and Shining Pearl. That's what, it, that's what they were called? I thought those were the new names, I don't know. I don't know. Diamond and Pearl, I guess. I don't know shit about Pokemon after Red (laughs) and Blue. Um, Actually, Emerald was the last one I played. Then they got crazy. Played. uh, I played uh, Sun and Moon. I just played Sun. I like that one. Uh, I'm excited to play this because I. I mean, I like Pokemon games. They're they're pretty much all the same thing, Mm. but they're enjoyable enough. It doesn't really, you know. (laughs) Yeah, you tell the creators are kind of losing. They're like, this one's an ice cream cone. Yeah. That's but, why I yeah. kind of like the the new Pokemon Legends theme is because it's set in like a feudal area and it's not it doesn't seem to be focused around gyms or anything like that. It's for the first time in history you're actually filling up a Pokedex. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be cool then. That's what I think. Because think about the other the other games, even red and blue start out like that. Like Professor Oak is like, hey, I want to give you this Pokédex. I need you to journal all the, you know, Pokémon you see, but it already has all the information in it. 
Mm-hmm. Like you catch the Pokemon and the Pokemon it pops up like, oh hey, we we know about that guy. Yeah. Uh and the fact that there's only one would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of having that usual two, because you always had to trade yeah. back and forth. Always had to have a friend, man. What about the people that didn't have friends? I don't have any friends. Me either, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you got any news? Anything caught your eye out there in the news world? Any new uh figure updates? There was the a news, new man. there was a new um Black Widow and Red Guardian figure that I saw drop today. I did see that. Um that I kind of yeah, I kind of want Red Guardian. I don't know why. And I might yeah. just get the other one that came out, but That Red Guardian looks cool because it comes with a mini Red Guardian action figure mm-hmm. with him, which that's stupid, but I also I'm It makes me wonder if that's when they're thinking about releasing the movie because they put out all this shit. Yeah. And then the movie didn't come out, so you know, I think so too. I think they're gonna drop it on Disney Plus, man. They just need to, otherwise, it's gonna get lost. I think, they're gonna, I think they're gonna do both. Tom and Jerry did really good this past weekend, did better than not really good in terms of like regular movies, but as far as things have been going since the pandemic hit, it did pretty mm-hmm. good. So, I think they're relatively comfortable that Black Widow will make more money than fucking Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Yeah, and well, and they're doing that uh, double thing. So even yeah. that new dragon movie that's coming Raya out, the Dra- Raya and the Last Raya the Last Dragon and the yeah, Last. Dragon. I kind of want to get that. I like that. Yeah, I do too. They're supposed like, to be their original cut of that movie was supposed to have like a bunch of bone breaking violence in it. Which mm. is like why? Why? <laughs> like, bunch of boners. Like kid movie. <laughs> Yikes! They need to drop that uh, that soon. I don't know why they haven't released a trailer for the Eternals yet. Uh, I imagine that uh, it has to have something to do with Black Widow, but that's that's weird. Well, maybe not. It may just be like we don't want to overshadow our other movie that hasn't come out yet. God, that's weird. That's weird, man. Because they this put a lot was... of money into that shit. Yeah, that's true. That movie was supposed to come out last November, so like it's done it's not like they're still shooting it they have they did spider-man shit last week <laughs> like why are they doing oh Spider- you're talking you're talking about uh black widow i'm talking about eternals eternals was oh. last november that's already done too it was supposed to come out last november hmm. november 2020 was the release date wow because black widow was supposed to come out in march they pushed it back to may and then they just kept push pushing it back right oh that's what i thought you were talking about november um if they don't release it soon there's gonna be too much. Yeah. Well, people, if people don't, if people won't give a shit about Black Widow, they're definitely not gonna give a shit about the Eternals, something that has like no, you know, background to it. Right. Well, you know, I'm hoping that it'll be. So I knew nothing about Guardians of the Galaxy, even though I know they changed it up. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it had a raccoon—that's why I wanted to see it because I love raccoons. Um, and it was great. So I'm hoping that the Eternals, though. With the cast, it seems like it won't be funny, <laughs> no. but I don't know. No, they do have that one guy from Atlanta. He's funny. Yes. Uh, but that's about it. We'll see. That's about it. It has Black Knight in it, and as long as he gets the laser sword and brown leather jacket, I'm in. It'll be hidden. <laughs> I don't see that happening. So I just want... I feel like everything's going to get pushed back because of that. Like, these movies have to come out because they're not going to push back Spider-Man. Uh-uh. They won't push back that movie. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. 
they've already started releasing stuff for fucking Spider-Man. Yeah. It was on Jimmy, oh, yeah. Jimmy Fallon and released the name and the set photos, which we have never, we haven't seen a single set photo from like an official picture from Eternals. Maybe they're just going to silently cancel it. <laughs> Man, they're going to do the Inhumans thing? Well, shit. At least Inhumans got a TV show. Yeah, they're just like, oh, it didn't exist. Yeah. Eternals, we're never going to do that. We're just kidding. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> That's all we got, guys, for trending topics. <laughs> um, we're lost to some ads, and we'll be RB. Listen, if you're like me, you're tired of going out on the hunt for great pops or NECA figures and finding empty or destroyed displays. That's where Galactic Toys and Collectibles comes in. They have a great selection of Funko, NECA, Gunpla, and trading cards. All your nerd essentials. Their stock is always rotating, so you never know when they'll have that thing that's sold out everywhere else. Use our affiliate link through my Instagram, Simon Toast, in the description or on our website, and surf their stock. You never know what you'll find, and it will really help out the show. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a ton of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I edit? How do I get my show on all the podcasting apps? Well, the answer to all of these questions is pretty simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Simon and I love Anchor. Honestly, we record, we drop it in Anchor, and it's automatically distributed out to our community. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast. All right, welcome back to the show, guys. Thank you for listening to those ads. And if you are one of our patrons, we also just dropped an episode of Wednesday Vision. So check that out. It's our second to last episode. It will be as underwhelming as episode eight. So, yeah, way, way more underwhelming, actually. This week of the podcast is a weird week. We're not going to go panel by panel. And we, I didn't do any. Simon did summaries. I didn't do any fancy summaries, mainly because I read this book when it originally came out. And I reread it today. And I feel like if I, if I wasn't such a fan, I would have. And it didn't come out in 1993. I could have more like pros and cons type of thing. It's not really re- my cons aren't really relative because it's so old. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to we're just going to fly by it. Go through. We read issue one through four of Static, not Static Shock for you people out there that associate that damn show <laughs> with the original book. It's just Static. Came out in 1993. DC Comics continues its launch of the Milestone Comics line, which is weird because Milestone was a was a property before. DC Comics absorbed them. And I could do a whole episode. I've been writing this article for a website about how DC has been botching the relaunch of Milestone. Mm. And just because I just feel like they don't really give a shit about it, but it's one of those like black card things they have. Right. It's like, oh yeah, we have diversity. We have these black characters that we've kept on the shelf since 1999. Yeah, man, Guess what? Don't you see them? Relaunch. <laughs> They're not good enough to be DC characters but we, we have them. <laughs> they can't Mm-mm. eat lunch with Superman, but we do own them. So Thanks. we're cool. We got black friends. Yeah. Clean it it's up. Their, it's their, yeah. It's their, we black, we have black friends cards. So 
So I don't know, I'm just going to become millionaires. We're going to buy Milestone. And then we're going to sit on it for years. Sit on it. Because because we're lazy. We're not going to do anything. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so we read Static. Uh, I'm going to give you a, a brief synopsis of issue one. Okay, so issue one starts out. And it's so weird because I don't have like an actual synopsis like I do usually every week. It's a big that came out in 1993. Dwayne McDuffie wrote it. If you know who Dwayne McDuffie is, he is one of the all-time greats. And if you don't know, you should be ashamed. He wrote all oh, Justice League Unlimited, a lot of stuff, a lot of things in Justice League, Static, Ben 10, which is a popular show among the youths. Oh, um, really? Yeah, he is just, he was just a genius. Uh, I believe he had a heart attack, passed away way before his time. And so it sucks that things like this just get left. I feel like if he was still around, it wouldn't be stuck on the shelf like it is. Mm -hmm. But that's the other hero there. Static number one, the first collector's issue, which I own. And I thought about buying a few more because I heard they were making a movie, but I didn't. It starts out very cool. It starts out sort of like issue two is the origin story, which I really, mm. really liked. Issue two is the origin story and how he's static. This issue starts out old school comic vibes, like a hip, cool Peter Parker. Really? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I definitely got Peter Parker vibes. Static starts out busting up uh, some thugs. I think they were beating up some arcade guys or something like that. Mm. Or no, they're trying to they're trying to get. Freya? Frida. Frida. Frida is this love interest of um, Virgil. And these yellow jacket thugs are trying to bring her to their boss, Hotshot. And he comes and he beats the crap out of them. I, he was just like insanely good superhero. <laughs> like he beats the, in, in, the crap out of these guys. I've always liked that Static's powers are like kind of vague. Extremely overpowered if you really think about it. <laughs> Like, for him just to have static electricity powers, he just, he's basically like a watered-down Magneto, kind of? Yeah. When he first comes in, he's packing, too. They draw it. It's, yeah. a, it's funny. <laughs> the way he draws it. That's a cool panel, they but... The, they have to assert that dominance on the first issue. Yeah, it's a very cool panel, but, yeah, he comes in... Uh, yeah, he's got that big dong, too. <laughs> um. Yeah, and he just beats the crap out of these guys. I love the art style. Again, I, I don't have a lot of cons because my cons would only be relative if this was a new book. Right. And he comes in. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I, I really dug the art style, too. I noted that it was like Frank Miller before he quit caring. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really, um, it's really great, especially the inking and the, and the, I do have some things to say about the coloring, but the inking and the penciling is really great. Yeah. The way he uses his powers, I love that it's just like it has a cosmic feel to it, even though it's not. Mm -hmm. It's just like wild. It's crazy. Sort of get they really nailed the static feel to him. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned that it's like a Peter Parker story, but he's so they did a good job of making him different than Peter Parker. He's obviously a smart guy, mm -hmm. obviously, and and he is a nerd, but like a cool nerd this and even in the 90s it wasn't really cool to be a nerd so this was ahead of its time yeah this guy is very comfortable in his own skin makes jokes he has friends peter parker in high school was like straight up 
wearing a vest and a tie, had the big stupid glasses. <laughs> he looked like a guy that I would try to beat up. Yeah. And just I was because. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude, get some style. Yeah, or a guy that you just felt bad for. You see him in the hallway, like, oh, I think I have to hit you. <laughs> that guy's gonna get shoved in the locker, man. Um, so yeah, he's beating the crap out of these guys. Saves the day. Really comes on really strong to the chick that he saves. Mm. Obviously, it's his love interest, but it kind of gave me the vibe of like being in high school and not really knowing how to talk to girls. Oh, you sure, know what yeah. I mean? Like you don't know how you don't know that you're overstepping your boundaries, man. You're just a kid. You have your hormones are raging. Yeah, he's obviously not getting the hint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's definitely, and shit. yeah, definitely friend zone. Definitely, he comes home and he doesn't have the anime vibes. His mom's like stern black mom scary scary <laughs> and so which is really weird because of the show and i forgot about this the show his mom's uh, passed away mm. she gets gunned down in a gang shooting and um it's just his dad and his sister but in this his dad's you don't ever see his dad not until later not until the yeah 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 like she mentions him in the first issue like he's there which was i thought was weird <laughs> Like come back, come down before your dad was home. Maybe she was just being a dick. And then later on, she said in a further issue, she's like, you know, your dad got pushed around or lost his job or something like that. Don't be like your dad because your dad's a fucking wimp. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, he's the man. worst. Why are you so mean? And but yeah, but this girl, she's leading him on, man. She calls him on the phone. He races home, races home to the second to pick up the phone to this girl Frida calling him. Just to, so she can tell him about another guy, which just happens to be him. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not leading him on. They're just friends. But... He's kind of leading himself on, really, is what Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. She's not helping, but it's not her fault because she has made it very clear that they're just friends. And she does it in every panel. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, more scenes of him in school. The friends, I thought, were weird. Like, are two of them gay? I don't know. One of them's like mean. Like on the, they're all talking about it. Like, yeah, you're gonna be wearing that tutu later. You fat yeah. or whatever. Drop, it's like, yeah, it's like, damn, dude. That's one thing I do have to say about this book. There was a lot of uh, of that. There's like um, a lot of racial ter- tones in it, which I knew it happens in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of weird, like people sexual orientations was weird. They have 90s. this guy. Yeah, this guy with a big 90s suit on, which they're just all friends. The whole friend dynamic was weird. I, I needed a little bit more, just a little bit more. Right, yeah. Because they come into the panel, they're just like all friends, and I don't know who's friends with who. It really didn't seem like they were friends, to be honest. Yeah, because Virgil's, Virgil's been a dick. I thought these guys were going to beat the shit out of him, but they ended up kind of being cool. And then this guy is, is sort of like a gangster that's wearing the big suit. Yeah. But he's not. <laughs> yeah, he knows where to get a gun, apparently. But. Yeah. Yeah, because in this first, the thugs come back. They're in class, homeroom, whatever. The thugs come back, which we talk about in previous issues, stories going from 1 to 11. This one goes from 1 to 11, like, real quick. Yeah, within a panel. <laughs> These thugs come into the class, and they're like, it's funny, Joker, bad guy style. They're like, hey we're you know hall monitors we're coming to get frida to take it to principal hotshot and i was just like okay that's funny corny bad guy stuff and the teacher you know she's 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 saucy she gives them the attitude back and uh 
you know, she, she calls him, you know, or whatever. They talk about his penis at some point. She says, all the microscopes are in the lab. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah? Pistol whip. Yeah, smacks like, her right in the fucking head. What? Yeah. what? Pistol whip? And then they're just, they pull out all these guns on this class and it's just insane yeah. for a moment. And even that guy, I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like the the bigger guy in their friend group. He's like, hey, Virgil, tell him a funny joke so I can pull out my shoddy. And I'm like, what? What? You have a shotgun in your big ass pants <laughs> yeah, in the middle of class? They're big enough, man. I was like, Jesus Christ. Virgil, I thought it was cool, does the Peter Parker thing. Again, it's very, it's like a very well done homage to spider-man mm-hmm, definitely he drops out the window he even met reference the the panel says 20 feet below like he just fell out the window because yeah. he can't fly unless he has something to fly on and he mentions it like i wish i had you know a circular disc that's his thing he flies on manholes trash can lids uh but then he uses this metal trash can which i thought was great because he's just like you know whatever it fucking works yeah, man. He's flying around, yeah. um and then he gets to this hotshot guy. And of course, they've claimed this playground that they claimed it. So this elementary school shut down. It's a bad know. neighborhood, man. Bad ombre. <laughs> Very. And then you find out that hotshot, his name is hotshot because he has firepowers. Mm-hmm. Which I thought looks cool. Yeah, for the most part. The way part. they did it. They don't explain it, but I mean, looks cool. Well, yeah. I mean, they kind of explain it with, with his origin. A lot of these other guys seem to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They explain the the reason why they have powers in the next issue, but mm-hmm. in this one, they just, just, just like guy. you know what? I got flying powers. I got super. He looks like he has increased speed with extreme flames behind. Yeah, <laughs> jet engine. <laughs> That's what it is. And none of this seems to phase Frida at all. She flips him the bird. She calls him ugly. I would be pissing my pants mm-hmm. if this guy's making molten lava fireballs with his hands and shit. Right. Um. Static shows up. He's cocky. I like him. Right? And I'm just, I'm in. I mean, this is very 90s. Corny. I'm in. They have a bad guy fight. Somehow he's just like a badass kicking bad guy's asses. He's really beating this guy pretty. I mean, it seems like it's a pretty good fight. Yeah. Until it- but then when he gets when he gets close to him, his hood falls back and he sees who it is. And then he just shuts down mentally. And then like that that panel to me was my least favorite panel in the entire book. Where it's just like fat, 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 it was cool because I expected Static to like have some quips, but it really showed that he he was not okay because and you know it was a perfect cliffhanger to me because I was like, damn, why did he have such a meltdown? Obviously, he has some sort of connection with this guy, and uh, big reveal to the, his love interest that he's Virgil. Mm-hmm. The end of issue issue one. One thing I will say is very nineties, mm-hmm. a very nineties vibe. Felt like a, a a 90s, one of those typical 90s shows, you know, black shows, black movies back in the day. Lots of that kind of the lingo 
Um, the art was good to me. What do you think about the colors? What were you going to say about the colors? I just, uh, so uh, again, I, I enjoyed the art and I like a lot of the coloring, but in some areas it was a little too faded for me to understand what was going on. Mm-hmm. Visually, it was just like a lot of shit's going on and the colors are all washed out. Yeah. So I'm having trouble discerning. Um, I wonder if it's because it was reprinted from such an old book mm-hmm. because you read it digitally too, right? Yeah. Awesome. Did you notice? Did you notice that some of the text that was my problem and some of the wording or the lettering was like way different like at one point it seemed like it was typed on a typewriter Mm -hmm. like one or two words was typed on a typewriter one whole bubble was typed like on a typewriter i just it threw me off and i was like what is that why why does it do that i didn't see too much of that but i know what you're talking about um there were some that were like it was like it didn't scan correctly yeah but it definitely so maybe that's Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was just color problems from it being such an old book. Yeah, but it does definitely. So, like, The Dark Knight Returns had this similar, like, watercolor vibe to it. It was washed yeah, out. Yeah, for sure. So, that was probably just the style of the time. Um, I will always and forever love this static suit mm-hmm. over anything that they've cut. Like, the show suit was, I remember being a kid thinking it was the dumbest thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did not like that show suit. I don't like any version of the suit that has come out after. This is my favorite static suit. Uh, suit. I don't know why they would change it from this. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. I was going to say that, like what they did in uh, the new series, like uh, to make it look like the show was just weak. Um, but I, I, it's so weird to me. I think this uh, the suit is cool, and it's simple. I mean, it's really it's simple, so simple. But I love the kid. hat. I think the hat yeah. really does it. Yeah, me too. It looks cool when he has his jacket on. Mm. Because usually he has this big-ass yellow jacket, like, over-exaggerated. It ends up looking like a cape, like, um, you know, Spawn's over-exaggerated cape. And Icon, another character that he referenced from Milestone, he has this crazy over-exaggerated green cape. And so it kind of looks like that, except it's just like a big-ass yellow jacket. Yeah, I thought it was like a raincoat. Honestly, yeah, Which would it, make I, sense I for the is. character, I think, maybe? I think it is. I think it is, especially it goes with the suit because the suit is just like a lightning bolt on just one. I, don't I didn't even realize it had anything on it. I thought it was just like black. No, it's black and then it has like a oh, lightning. Yeah, bolt I thought that was just that. a sign, like a shine. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's issue number one. I muddled through that again. I've read this when it first came out. I've read it numerous times over the years. I love this character. And, I, and it reminds me why I love this character because Peter Parker... Spider-Man is one of my favorite characters, and then this homage was done so well. He's brown. I'm brown. Obviously, I can relate to him a little bit more than I can. Peter Parker! Peter <laughs> He's cut, dude. Uh, Frida should be into him over that zoot suit wearing, dude. Yeah, that guy's fucking weird, man. Uh, Alright, so um, issue two, I'll just kind of go through what I have. Um, yeah. So, we start our second issue with Static showing his heroism and intelligence as he struggles to save citizens. Now, see, I think I fucked up. Hold on. Sorry. That is issue three. I believe. Yeah, because that's when he goes uh, once Tarmac comes into play. So, my bad. That's why I got confused. <clears throat> Okay, so when you go into issue two, uh, he's talking with Frida 
and you know they're talking about how he is fucking static like that's a big deal right mm-hmm. um and she's kind of like trying to help him out and he's like uh you know i don't i don't you know he's acting weird about it about being a superhero mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't want to talk about it. And he's obviously still shook from what happened just now, getting his ass kicked. Yeah, well, definitely. Yeah, I mean, he not only psychological trauma, but physical trauma. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, let's see. We kind of end up back at school. She knows who he is now. And he has this situation there's all these dudes that are trying to hit on frida like constantly um oh, so this is him telling the so she's asking him what happened and this is it this is like a flashback he's saying um how he knew hot streak and right. um how they got his powers and then so that's when hot streak hits on her i guess she's new to the school or something like that that's right that's right <clears throat> yeah this so that explains a lot. And I don't even think I realized that when I was reading it. Um, mm. I will say that I love the writing and I love the book. I liked it for what it was. There are some things that I just didn't understand what was going on. And I don't know if there's like a wider world thing here that maybe yeah. I'm not uh, tapped into. But like you said, so we've got this guy, uh, Biz Money B, who's trying to get our huh. digits or whatever. And he's just gross um he's so gross yeah but like you said that's that's the guy that becomes uh what is what's his name hot streak hot streak yeah but he's also very racist like there's like it's amazing <laughs> like again it, it for somebody that's trying to appropriate the culture mm-hmm. by calling himself big money b or whatever biz money b yeah and he raps <laughs> yeah to call him this racial epithet and then beat the shit out of him um uh, it just uh, i don't know it was strange. And then he gets saved by his friend. But then his friend's like, hey, you need to protect yourself and don't back down from that, dude. I know where to get a gun. Yeah, you should kill him. Yeah, and it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? And, it, it, and this one, like you said, being the origin story, you see that he's kind of picked on by people that are just hanging on his stoop. I guess that's his sister, which I didn't realize. That's his sister, yeah. His sister's a huge B word. Yeah, but just like, trips him up so he falls on his face and then his mom's like kind of not very nice to him either and she's not very yeah that's the that's the part where she's like we moved away from our our town because of the gangs and then we moved here and you're just gonna let these white people beat you up you are acting like your father like your father could have went to medical school but he let someone else take the job like don't be like your dad right yeah it seems like she's just not she's not sympathetic to him at all like doesn't care um anyway so this is what he talks to frida for a little while uh and then we come back to the present after he's been hit but then we go back to the past you know he kind of is explaining the story um but we go back to his friend basically offering him a piece like a gun Mm -hmm. to go take this dude out which that just seems so like you said earlier that's like zero to 11 mm-hmm. he went from being, like hey this guy beat you up you need to sh- murder yeah him. shoot him right in the back <laughs> yeah and uh and i don't know it he seems like such a smart kid to yeah. fall in that trope i don't know seems odd uh, yeah 
I guess that was just, again, it was the times. That was the thing. Part of the times. Probably happened a lot, yeah. Um, but he goes out, and they're like, this is where I got confused. about. This is a part of a bigger story. Yeah, yeah what was actually happening. But he goes out, and, and the way it's illustrated is really cool, because it's like he's targeting this guy, but he's like shaky, and he can't quite, mm-hmm. and then he gets right on there, but he doesn't pull the trigger, because he's a smart kid. He shouldn't have got that far to begin with. Yeah, he says, like, I'm not a loser, I'm not all these things, but I'm also not uh-huh. a killer, which I thought was a really good scene. But as he's there, he, like, goes over to this dog, pitches the, the gun in, which, the way this is drawn, he's like, it seems like he's close to the Brooklyn Bridge, but now he's further away. I don't know where he is. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he's just there, and there's, like, these riot police or something, and this green gas... And it's called quantum. It's called quantum juice. This event is called the Big Bang, and it's how all the people in this area, uh, Detroit, I guess I think it's what it is. Oh, okay. Get these superpowers. Uh, it's a moment called the Big Bang. It's this corporation testing out this stuff called quantum juice, mm-hmm. and and it's sort of like the same thing. Like we we're testing it on these people because we don't give a shit about these people, oh. and we just if they die, they die, and then all these people develop powers, and so you'll have people like there's a different society well you know holocaust which we'll meet is part it's part of his power gets his powers from there he's part of the blood syndicate which they are a group kind of like a superhero super powered gang um they get their powers from that so yeah it's sort of a bigger world sort of the basis of milestone yeah when they kept talking about the big bang and paris island i thought it was like a nuclear that was just that that moment uh and it was like a it was a bigger event but in this book is just talking about his experience right because there's he like sees this guy that's just like integrated with the brick wall now um yep he says some people just fly away yeah yeah he's just you know um and then there's all these weird things hunting him now like drones i guess yeah like weird egg robots yeah they're very strangely drawn they look like uh what's that x-men character or x-force character that's like a techno um damn i'm talking about not deathlock um you got me you got his name is floppy disk you put me on the spot my bad um he's gonna look that up but yep. Uh, so yeah, he's now being hunted by these things. I guess they're part of the facility again. It's like a wider world thing that I didn't quite understand. Um, but he's you know figures out his powers pretty quickly, and then he explains to Freedies like, and the legend was born, and that you know that's where Static was born. So yep, it's cool to, and it's also there's a sequence of him practicing stuff like that. It's always cool to see. Um, yeah, he says like he worked out, which is it's, it's cool to see. We talked about it in Quid Credible. I, I like those scenes where it shows him like trying to progress. But for this guy, he went from being like a dude that was getting beat up to like and I, his powers play a lot into that, mm-hmm. like him being smart and and he says he comes up with creative ways to use his powers. But man, he really kicks the shit out of most of the bad guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then it just so the the book kind of finishes off with him deciding he's gonna go fight hot streak again um and he does and 
he defeats him relatively quickly. Like it's yeah. it's not even a problem. He, uh, he uses his brain this time. Yeah, which is cool. Uh, no, I mean he's smart before. I guess he just kind of. It was like a PTSD thing. Yeah. Like he had an emotional reaction to him getting his ass kicked before. Warlock is that character that you were talking about. Warlock, okay. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so he just kind of does that and then he goes back and tries to hit on Frida again and she's like, nah, dog. <laughs> like, like, hey, yeah, we're cool and it's cool that you're static, but um, we're friends. Yeah, man. that doesn't change. Like you're still the dude. Like you having powers doesn't make me wet. So... Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, anyway, and then you kind of see our big bad, like you get a hint mm-hmm. of him in this weird, always a shadowy figure, yeah, gelatinous figure that's with him. Um, and he says, like, test him, you know, yeah. he seems powerful, test him and see what he does. I thought it was cool. His dialogue in this says, if he's weak, take him. If he's strong, hire him. And if he gives you too much trouble, kill him. Yeah. Smoke him. But then, yeah, but in the next issue, the way he portrays it is like, hey, man, I just want to be your friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like, you just said that he should kill him. Right. Yeah. Evil. Yeah. 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 Um, so, what do you think about the art? The art stays pretty consistent in this. Uh, same problems, I think, as far as like light or coloring and things like that. Mm hmm. Very loose on some of the fight scenes, but it's '90s. Like it's it's really on theme for '90s art. Yeah, but I think even that, like I I like it. I like it more than most '90s stuff because he doesn't have a bunch of pouches. It's not yeah. crazy overhatched. He doesn't have like veiny muscles and sharp teeth and wide eyes and like crazy hair. Like he's just a dude, and I really appreciate that. His costume is really really simple. I love that he's wearing like a, what I assume is like a Malcolm X hat. Like, I don't know. I love the hat. I think it, it does a lot. Um, yeah. The hat is perfect. So, um, so I'll, yeah, for him to, for him to change suits, just, it, yeah, it's, it's the goggles. It's just, that's, I like, and I'm someone that likes goggles. Right. I do think that the, the way they explained it in the, uh, the new series, like he just grabbed it off the shelf. Cause that's what he had. That was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll, if you don't mind, since I have notes go on ahead. issue three, I'll go ahead and do that. And yeah, go nuts. Let you, I'll finish up issue four. Since, and we're sorry, folks. Like I, So here's what happened. I'm going to give you a little thing. So this particular collection collects the four issues of the original Static and then uh, four issues of the newer uh, Static Shock book. Which is sort of like a reintroduction of the character. Yeah. Kind of like bringing people back up to speed when they reintroduce them in DC. Right. So as I'm reading this, the original issues flow so well that I don't realize that issues that have even passed, like it'll show like a splash page, but mm-hmm. I haven't realized that that's so that's why I was started reading issue notes for issue three, which I thought was issue two. And that, yeah. so I started reading the new issues which I thought were like issue four. I was so discombobulated. Like set me straight. So. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. All right. I was just like, just tell me what to read. Yeah, you tell me. I will, I will read it. Um, all right. So 
we start issue three with uh, Static showing his heroism and intelligence as he struggles to save citizens trapped after a disaster. You don't really know what is going on here, but you see there's like crumbling buildings, fires, things like that. Um, the first uh, pages are preface, though, and we Tarantino our way back to 20 minutes earlier for Virgil mm -hmm. at work. Um, it's kind of action-packed right at the beginning, but you still... And this is the moment where I started to not really, couldn't really tell what was going on. And I don't know if it was just colors, but like he frees a cop. He gets people out of this building. It was just mm -hmm. the way it's drawn. I could, there was like, it needed an extra panel maybe to see what the actual action was. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we Tarantino our way to 20 minutes earlier with Virgil at work. He has a typical minimum wage high school job, kind of a bitchy boss, but she's also just looking for, as someone yeah. who has someone underneath him at work, he's looking for con she's looking for consistency. You know, maybe she's not bitchy, yeah. but she's well, she's not nice, but she's not wrong. Right, right, right. Um, so and now he has this added complication. Everybody has trouble when they're in high school caring about their job, especially minimum wage. But now he has the complication of having a double life. He's a hero, a superhero, and he's a kid. And we've seen that with Spider-Man and other heroes. Like, that's it's hard to balance that. And he's like, I gotta go. There's some shit going on. He gets a phone call from Frida, which he's not supposed to be having personal calls. Mm -hmm. Or not from Frida, but he's not supposed to be having personal calls. And then he's like, oh, I've gotta go, my whatever. And she's like, wait, is your mom sick? Is your dad sick? Is your sister mm -hmm. sick? And he's like, it was like, you said your sister was sick last week, and the week before that, it was your mom. And the week before that, it was your dad. And he was like, no, it was a car accident. See, you can't even get your shit straight. So, like, mm. she's on to him. Um, yeah. And it, I like I like that it's not so easy. Like, old, campy comic books, it was always like, you, they never really explained how they got out of those situations. Like, they just run out. They just run out, and it's good. And so this is like, he got fired from his job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he gets back there to, later. To save, to save the day. Says, help wanted um yeah she's like she's like in the middle of a sentence and he just walks out and takes off his apron yeah um but we learn at this new site we're back at the site where there's this disaster we learn that there's a new villain tarmac that caused the disaster and has it in for static he's telling everybody tell static you know i'm out for him i'm coming to get his mama <laughs> what he says um and uh you know, then we cut to Virgil and his sister. You see a little interplay between them. They have some, a fun little back and forth. But again, she's she's a turd. Um, yeah, she's being mean to. Yeah, about him being fired, and she just can't wait to tell their mom so he can get it. You know, she seems kind of worthless though too, because she's just always there. She yeah. doesn't have a job. She's always hanging out with her friends. He makes a reference to her not being in school or anything. Yeah. So she's like. It's like a mommy dear situation because the mom eventually says some shit to the daughter, but like for the most part, she's pretty hard on Virgil. Mm -hmm. No, definitely Maybe it's the, yeah. the, the dad. Um, uh, so anyway, let's see. Yeah, they have a fun little back and forth. His 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 sister tries to make a phone call, and he like shocks the phone. He's like, "Oh, we didn't get that phone fixed." And then he like overcharges the battery so on the remote control so that when she changes the channel, it's going to shock the shit out of her, which I thought was great. 
Um, but he gets blamed for it anyway. Like nobody knows about his powers, but somehow he gets blamed for it. Yeah. Um, let's see. And I do like, again, I know that this was like their shared universe before, but I like that they mentioned icon in it a little bit yeah. about, um, uh, him not being icon and, Icon's like the big, powerful superhero. Like the Superman. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Of their world. Um, so Tarmac calls our boy out, and Static must prove himself in a fight. Yep. Uh, like you mentioned, I wrote his demeanor is very close to that of Spider-Man. Uh, in my opinion, he cracks jokes, probably for the same reason. You know, he's trying to yeah. uh, make the villain think that he doesn't care, kind of throw him off balance. <laughs> He kind of beats the shit out of Tarmac in their first meeting. Like, it, I, and that's why I said, like, even the thugs at the beginning, it seems effortlessly. Like, so far, I haven't really seen him go up against a challenge. Right, yeah. Even Tarmac thinks that he has him on the ropes when he, like, wraps him up. But he just flies up in the air. <laughs> Tarmac's like, oh, uh, the heights, I guess. I don't really know what he's yeah. worried about. Um, But... It gets to the point where Tarmac starts endangering citizens around them. Yeah. Um, and so he goes to save them, and Tarmac's like, yeah, you're a bitch for caring about them. Yeah. He's like, calls him weak for caring about the people, which he was just whooping the shit out of him. But he basically says, like, meet me at, I don't know if it's abandoned, but meet me out by the mall at midnight, and we'll settle this. Um, so you kind of get this like i can't remember if there's an actual like montage or whatever but it's he starts planning for this meeting he's not going to go in uh half cocked you know he figures yeah. he's going to figure out a plan he makes a new little surfboard that's like kind of fold up as they yeah, because he's talking to his friends at first and his friends are like you shouldn't he's out of your league you shouldn't fight him again and he's like what are you talking some half of his friends are like static just beat the shit out of him and then Frida's like, well, Static shouldn't fight him. Static should leave it to Icon. Mm -hmm. and, and then once his other friends leaves, he's like, hey, I'm not stupid. Like, I am I know it's a trap as well. I'm going to plan for it. You know, I'm going to use my brain. I was using all my powers just now. And so, you know, he couldn't beat me with my powers. He's not going to beat me with my brain. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool. And, and, and she's the only one who knows what he is. So he's like, but yeah. he, he's kind of obvious about it when they're on the train. Like... Yeah. yeah, well, maybe Static thinks he's like, he says yeah. it almost as if it's in first person. Um, but he meets him out there, and the first thing he does is like trick him. He uses some like, <laughs> like a floating costume to kind of trick him into using his powers. Uh, and then shocks the shit out of him because it's like an inflatable doll or something yeah, filled yeah, with clown clown balloon or something yeah, filled with water that clown balloon reminded me a lot of uh ninja turtles i don't know why yeah same same <laughs> but yeah like he 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 shocks him when he's in whatever water comes out of this uh inflatable clown and then he just keeps fucking with him like he pulls a fence around and like wraps it around him and then he gets through that but then he drops some free on in his body so he kind of gets colder and colder and he's like tarmac like obviously if i make you cold your powers are less effective so he just keeps hitting him with shut i didn't see what he he has a salad shooter yeah i looked at his multiple times i couldn't figure it I out i can't either. figure out what's in the salad shooter dry ice 
I think it's dry ice. But then he has a canister full of dry ice. Yeah, it's just more dry ice. I don't, I don't know. know. It's very Home Alone, Looney Tunes <laughs> style. Like he's just fucking with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, but it gets kind of dark because he's got like he's got a, a steamroller lined up to just roll over this fool. That's the Looney Tunes part to me. That's like that's Looney Tunes. Uh-huh. Like that's what they do in that shit. Like they steamroll over people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he's, it just seems like if he's if he's all cold it seems like it would just blow him up i don't know yeah rules of the universe i guess uh and he probably doesn't know that if that you know what i mean he's smart but he's also a kid so he's just like overconfident at this point just fucking around right yeah unaware that he could actually do some real damage yeah and or, you know, just naive right yeah he, he makes some joke about making him the i-75 the living interstate um yeah. but it's at this moment when he's just completely and utterly whooped tarmac's ass that a new character has shown up which may be an i mean i don't know the history of this character but he shows up and he's like enough like i've seen enough please like just originally this is like you know your business with my employee is over now you have business with me and he's yeah. like you, you you're holocaust that's not what he sounds like i'm sure but terrible man. yeah and that's all i could think it was like whew, whew. that's a terrible day yeah uh, Holocaust shows up in Blood Syndicate. I think he's only in like the first two issues, though. He teams up with those guys, but then he leaves. And he even mentions it uh-huh. in issue four. And he just has ulterior motives. Yeah. He's so what'd you think about what'd you think about issue three? I thought it was cool, but like you said, like he just whoops the shit out of all these people. It seems like even like so he had this breakdown because uh, I forgot his name already. D Hot Street. Yeah, D Money Biz or whatever. Biz Money yeah, yeah. B. Uh, beat him up. Like essentially, like that's why he had. But it seems like I don't know. That seems like a little much for him to just have a full blown mental breakdown yeah. in the middle of a fight. And then any other time, he's just like freaking seamlessly going through Ultra Instinct style, like not being touched mm-hmm. by anybody. Yeah. Uh, I think it's cool because it made me. I, honestly, I really like the character. It made me want yeah. to read more about him because he's just yeah. off the wall powerful. And it's, but it is sort of again like Spider Man. Like, think about it, Spider Man. He does have big story arcs where he catches beatdowns, but a lot of times the bad guys don't even touch him. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Like he's he jokes around a lot. He dodges everything and he's super strong. So a lot of times it's just him fucking with people. Yeah. Spider-Man's kind of a dick too. Yeah. A lot of Spider-Man books are, are like the beginning. If, if it's not a part of a huge story arc, it's usually like him beating up some minor thugs as Spider-Man. And then it goes into like the major story. Yeah. Uh, and it's usually somebody fucking with his head. Mm-hmm. But I, I enjoyed it. I think it's, I thought it was cool. I like these kind of off the wall characters. Um, yeah. Because at this time, you said that Icon is not part of DC Comics. Like this is their own. I mean, not Icon. Yeah. Uh, so. Static. 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 So they are DC, um, but it wasn't like so. DC picked them up because you'll see DC on all their branding. So I don't. I don't know how many issues in they picked them up. Mm-hmm. I know it wasn't long, but they didn't associate them with DC characters. Okay. They were like so distributors. Of, so it was, yeah, so it was, they were just distributing Milestone. Milestone, that's it. it yeah. 
they weren't connected with any DC characters at all until way later on. What I do like about this, and I, you know, I know this isn't necessarily for me, but what I really appreciate about this is how identifiable these characters are for like mm-hmm. their living situations, their family situations, their work situations, even their schooling. Like maybe they go a little bit too crazy with like how bad it was, but maybe inner cities were that bad in the nineties. I don't know. I, I think they were, I mean, early nineties like that. I think they, I think they were, I mean, you see stuff. I don't know personally, but I mean, like you would see stuff on the news back in the day. And it just seems terrifying. Yeah. I mean, I've seen new Jack city. Seems crazy. Yeah. That movie, that movie is crazy. Um, but anyway, I, I can identify me, with some of the characters. I, I like it. Yeah. I mean, it definitely seems like, well, Dwayne McDuffie really made the characters relatable. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And just like Spider-Man's a white guy and I can relate to it. It's the same thing. Like, you know, people in your life that you can relate to, you know what I mean? In some sort in some way or fashion. So I, I like, it was a good superhero issue for me. It just felt like, good superhero fun mm-hmm. maybe it has a it had a little teaser cliffhanger at the end but it was it didn't have a lot of gravity to it it wasn't like a big overarching thing yeah. it just felt like a good superhero book like they had every intention of making this a long series so they didn't have to set it up to be like six issues we have to tell a, an intense story they they knew that this because i think this this run was like 45 issues which is a lot you know, obviously it's not Spider-Man in the thousands or anything like, but think about it, if a book comes out every month, that's a long time for this book to be coming out. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I liked it. It was very good. And I'm issue four may not issue four kind of caps off like this, this second arc. I think the, the first two issues are origin. And this is like the first, I would say adventure sort of, mm-hmm. which I thought was cool. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And like I said, like, Issue four just kind of starts and it's hard to, I like how continuous it is, you know, like, it yeah, that's what this, I mean. It, it's very, yeah, it's very, that's what I mean. They, they knew that it was going to be a long story. So they just wanted to keep it, the story flowing. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have a cutoff date, like next month an issue is coming out. There's not like, you know, December is not the last issue. This is just going to be a, sort of a continuous story. It was going to flow. It flows like a Spider-Man or like an ongoing series. Mm-hmm, definitely. So, um, uh, yeah, I'll let you take it away if you don't mind on issue four. Issue four. Issue four to me was really good. Um, Holocaust shows up and starts out with him. It picks up right where he left off. Like you said, it's very continuous. He is basically coming to recruit recruit Static for his new business. And, you know, further on the story, we learn about Frida's social life, or I guess the character Static does, which um, has some negative implications on his 1 to 11 moment. For me, it was a huge, like, dude. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Okay, so Holocaust comes and wines and dines him. Tries to get him like, hey, man, before he hits him with the, we're going to do bad guy stuff, let me show you what we got. Yeah, it's like, and then, the, it's like Ninja Turtles when Sam Rockwell is walking the kids through the arcade. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let me show you what we got first, and then I'm going to show you what we got to do to get it. Regular so, mentos. Sorry. <laughs> so he's whining and dining and pretty much lets him go in this fancy 90s limo, uh, <laughs> pretending to be his friend. Very, very charismatic. Um he hands him a drink to break the ice and it's very 
Uh, it's not like alcohol or anything. He gives him a soda because mm-hmm. he knows he's like a kid. So he tries to, you know, be a nice guy. He's very charismatic because you don't think like this guy's a bad guy. Right. Yeah. It, it really doesn't seem that way. And so they're talking. Other, they go, other than his name is Holocaust. <laughs> yeah. Right. They go to this compound. And he shows them what he can do. And he says, listen, man, all this stuff can be yours. I'm not even asking you for anything. I'm asking you just to have my back. Mm-hmm. That's it. And we're just like, okay, as a 16-year-old kid, you're like, damn, I got fired from my job. My mom's on my ass about making money as a kid. Uh, okay, and not, not to mention, in this issue, it's everything's compounding on Virgil. His home life, uh, his social life, mm-hmm. his love interest, um, work, just like being stressed out, I would imagine, dealing with school and all those things and being a hero. So all this stuff is compounding. So it sort of makes sense why he has this breakdown. But it goes from them talking at Holocaust's compound to like, OK, let's take another ride. And they just roll up on this like mob boss's house. Virgil gets out of the car and then Holocaust like screams from the window like, hey, tell your boss I'm going to beat him up. <laughs> and then they start shooting at Virgil. and Virgil's like, hey. I guess Holocaust has the power to explode people. Yeah, just catch things on fire. He almost seems yeah. like Hot Street. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then as he's about to do his power thing, and Virgil's like, hey, I got this. I can, you know, I can just take their guns and shit like that. But then these dogs come out. Virgil can fly, but black people are scared of dogs. If you're black and you're listening to this and you're not scared of dogs, you are special. And I'm terrified of dogs. I don't like dogs. <laughs> Simon will attest to that. And so I, it made sense where he was running away, even though he could fly. It goes back to the whole mental thing, like him getting beat down. Like, even though he has superpowers, he's still a kid. And so, like, if he was a kid, he saw dogs, you automatically run. That's how it was when I was a kid. Mm. And so he just automatically, even though he can fly, he's still like, ah, these dogs are about to get me. Then the Holocaust just like <clears throat> explodes these dogs. <laughs> Yeah, Which I thought like, was crazy. burns them up and throws them. And I realized that you're what you're talking about with the mob guys. I thought that Static Shock had done something to their guns, but I see now that they blew up and like blew their arms off or whatever. Yeah, like it's just yeah. kind of in the background. But yeah, the dogs. Uh, that was intense. You don't see a lot of that. Yeah. Blows the dogs up, throws them at the bodies, and then says, "Hey, uh, tell your boss we'll be back tomorrow." basically but he has a good point he's like your boss has been killing our people with drugs and gambling and whatever else and it's the the blood syndicate and i should preface with this isn't they aren't bad guys they are sort of like a inner city team that they think that they should protect the inner city Mm -hmm. at all costs so they're like punisher anti-hero type thing yeah and he was on that team um, and he, but his mentality is they should go out and take like, because look, that guy's a bad guy that they're taken from. They're not taken from good people. Mm-hmm. And it's just a little too far extreme. Like we should go out and take blood syndicates. Like, no, we should protect what we have. And so that's why he doesn't work with them. And he's like, tell your boss we'll be back tomorrow. Virgil's like, uh, I don't know, man. It definitely seemed like it was like, yeah, we got far, but you know, we'll be back later. <laughs> we'll be back. Yeah. Maybe I, I would assume that the boss is hiding somewhere and he kind of figured that he would be hiding after all the commotion. So he was just like, hey, we'll be back or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just putting things together for the sake of the story. Virgil goes to talk to Frida, I imagine. And then, bum, bum, bum. 
Frida is making out with whatever that guy's name Sport. is. Uh, Larry. 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 Yeah, that's a very Larry thing to do. Her and Larry are making out. He He's very weak-minded. <laughs> like, it seems like, not that his powers are based off of his emotion, but like, he sees this and then just falls out of the sky. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, he just like falls out of the sky. And then I like it because it, in his head, it shows like all these things, like Larry's talking to him, but it's just the repeat dialogue of what Holocaust said to him. Yeah. Yeah. Throughout this issue, I thought that was interesting. He's having, or I thought it was cool. He's having conversations with whomever and they'll, instead of saying whatever they're saying, he's hearing what Holocaust has said. Yeah, and so he's constantly being reminded, like, oh, Holocaust was right. Like, people will betray you. People will, you know, go behind your back. Like, you yeah, if you don't have to, you have to be the taker. Yeah, if you don't take it, somebody else will. Yeah. yeah. And so he finds out that his love interest, that he this whole time has assumed has been in love with him, is getting busy with Big Pants Larry. Yeah, even though she has definitely said yeah. that that wasn't going to happen. But I yeah. also, I identify... <laughs> I feel for him because I remember it's like high school. It's so high school. Like I hate this. Very I don't want to generalize because you know, I don't know what kind of, no, but it's very, it's very high school. Like well, his, his emotional reaction well, to it. Well, Not only that, but it's this girl who's like his best friend seems like a smart girl. And she's dating this like dumbass who can just like pull guns out of the air for you. Out of his big pants. Yeah, he's, he's like the mask. He just pulls <laughs> yeah. him out. Um, but yeah, no, it's I feel for him because it's like I remember those feelings of like I'm an actual pleasant human being. I won't say nice guy because nice guy is kind of a negative connotation now. But it's oh, like yeah. I'm a pleasant person, and I I think you're great and whatever. But obviously, you know. This sucks. This yeah. is bullshit. Like, it's not your fault you're not attracted to me, but this sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're really, really good friends. We're best friends. But that's not the same thing as... I also want to see your boobies. Yeah, it's not the same thing as dry humping each other on the couch. <laughs> so he goes back home. His mom starts immediately riding his ass. Like I said, it compounds on him. Mm -hmm. And even his mom's dialogue starts to become what Holocaust says. And so he's getting pissed off. And I, I mean, I get it. This, this, he's these panels, saving the world. These panels made me uncomfortable. He's sitting there in his tidy whities and his mom is still yelling at him. He's like trying to pull yeah. on a robe. It's like, damn woman, give him some privacy at least. It, it compounds, man. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it just happened last night. He just also watched all these guys and dogs get exploded. Um, you know, so this stuff's starting to make sense. Like, I can just, I can take from the bad guys. I can do the Robin Hood thing. I can take from the bad guys and just, like, keep myself, you know, take care of my family, what I should be doing. But, man, it really hits home, this next panel. He goes to his, this, I would be pissed off about this. This is bullshit. He's at the arcade, or at the, you know, at the comic book shop, I guess. And his friends are all talking about. I thought it was an, another cool situation where they're talking about other heroes, icon fighting another hero, who would win, which is something that nerds do all all the time. And uh, Virgil is here, an actual superhero with him. <laughs> and they're like, "Man, I saw Larry and Frida making out last night." And they're like, "Yeah, we saw him at the movies." And they're like, "Or he's like, I saw Larry and Frida last night." And they're like, "Yeah, we saw him at the movies." And he's like, "Well, after the movies, they were making making out." And they're like, "So what, man?" And it's like, "What? What do you mean, so what?" 
I guess they're they're dating. They're like, yeah, they've been dating for a long time, like before she knew you. Yeah, which is that's the problem I have with all this. Like, yeah, for her, this is his fault. Honestly, it's not her fault. No. Not to get into the emotions of a high school. This is his fault for not knowing. But yeah. it's also weird that he didn't know. It's also weird that like they it felt like they all weren't telling him. Yeah. No. Because true. in the first issue, in the first issue, he even tells Larry like, "Hey man, I think me and uh Frida's relationship is about to go to the next level." And instead of saying, "Hey man, like we're dating." He's like, "Oh, don't get your hopes up, man. Y'all are just friends." Can I tell you that that one for one has happened to me? <laughs> That's fucking rough. In high school, there was a girl I liked, and I, I was talking to my good friend at the time. And I was like, yeah, man, I think I want to ask her out. And he's like, you should go for it. Found out that they were dating. Like, what the that's fuck rough. is that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, like, that's why I can identify with him so well. Um, but this whole, yeah, I mean, he's just a high school, and that's the high school emotions, man. Yeah. And on top of this, he's saving the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> He just saved 12 people from a burning building before this. Oh, man. And so he's like, you know what? I'm going. I'm going to go to this place at 9 o'clock. I'm going to meet this guy with the terrible, terrible name. But he's got and they, buckles on his shoulders. <laughs> they roll up on this house, demolition style. And Holocaust is like, yo, just go mess their house up, man. They'll come out. You know, just start breaking shit. He goes out there and just starts breaking stuff. And he's like, you know what? This is all making sense. Like, these people have too much. These people are bad guys. They're killing black people like and treating them like shit. Yeah, they're like Give mob people. Like, they are yeah. bad guys. Racist. Let's just let's bust all their shit up and take what we need. I get it. I it, It's understandable. These are inner city people <laughs> that don't have a lot of things. It does. It, it, just to interrupt for a second. I'm sorry. But it does kill me that, like, he's bouncing shit off the wall and holocaust just drives his jeep in out yeah it's just like extreme man and then he's just like you know you did all right but if you want him to come out you got to smoke about and just like drops the roof down and then he goes from one to fucking 11 man yeah 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 <laughs> made me uncomfortable this part made me uncomfortable right same so he's like all right we got him we got the mob boss and then Virgil's like, cool, we did it. We can take what we need and we can leave and they'll stop messing with us. That's what I was under the impression that we were doing. And he's like, I got to teach you a lesson. Can't kill your daughter. That'd be messed up. I can't kill your wife because you wouldn't care. And he's like, well, your son, sons usually grow up to be terrible. So uh, they grow up. Yeah. How about, I, how about I just burn his clothes and let luck figure it out? Yeah. Well, and he has that, that's after that's after <laughs> static has been like, no, nah, man. Yeah. Because he's like, uh, well, he asked, he, he asked Virgil, he's like, what do you think? Thumbs up or thumbs down? It's, it's on you. It's your tough call. And he's like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you know what? I'll just burn his clothes and uh, we'll see if he survives. And then once he goes to do it, Static jumps in like, whoa, man, chill the fuck out. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. He's like, we, we didn't talk about that. We don't need to do this. And, uh, it was the same thing, though. Like in, earlier in the issue where you say they roll up to the house, they do all this damage and leave. They do all this stuff. Static steps up to him and he's like, all right, I'm going to leave for now. <laughs> but like, what? Yeah, well, he just Static leaves him, but it seems like he's just there. 
Like he left Holocaust yeah. to burn their family alive. I guess. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I assume Holocaust just left. I guess. I would hope. I would. I don't hope. know. You don't see that, but you also see the static gets caught on fire. Like he he in this one He's panel, like his jacket gets all fucked up. Yeah, I assume. Yeah, I don't know, man. I hope that he left that family alone because that's sad. As someone that has kids, that would be terrifying. Mm-hmm. Maybe extremely uncomfortable. And then he goes straight to the panel where Larry's at Static's house and he's talking to him. He's like, hey, man, like, uh, that's all my fault. Whatever. She just didn't want to lose a friend. Obviously, like, I don't know. I feel like communication is key. Right. There should have been like, something said there. There should have been like, hey, that's my boyfriend. Like, he knows we're friends. It's everything's cool. Like, the only thing that's not cool is you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Cool. Yeah. You being a weirdo. But the, again, like, this isn't some secret relationship. All his friends know. It felt like a secret, man. Well, it felt like everybody was not telling him. Well, yeah, but I'm agreed. But what I'm saying is like bringing it back to myself. What the situation I was in—that was a secret relationship I didn't know about. Uh, But not everybody else. Nobody else knew about. Yeah, yeah. yeah, This is like a secret, a secret relationship that everyone knows about, except for him. And that's weird. That's that's terrible, man. That's terrible. High school people, high, kids are fucking weird. Yeah, man. high school sucks. Dumb. High school sucks. People are weird. Kids are weird. They do weird shit because they watch too much TV. Yeah. And that's it. So, what'd you think? Yeah, that's it. He ends up making amends with Frida. They're okay. They're friends again, mm-hmm. and he's okay. He's just okay. Okay, ending. Good ending. The story continues. Right. And that's where I I jumped into the the new series. Like, what happened? <laughs> what happened yeah. to him? But the new series is like years later. Yeah, and after he stops being a hero for a little bit. And from what I've read, I, I think it's cool too. It is good. So, I liked it. I loved the throwback. Honestly, I, it was nice to read yeah. something older that was yeah my you know my age. Um, mm-hmm. so that's cool. Um, the art style, I can't rave about it enough. I really enjoy that. I like Frank Miller stuff. I know this isn't Frank Miller, but I like mm-hmm. that kind of illustration style. Loose, uh, fast and loose, but somewhat accurate. <laughs> yeah, anatomy. yeah. Um, he, the correct, not correct, uh, correct is the wrong word. Um, details that just fit. Like they had certain details that really, the right details in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's not overly crosshatched. Like we were saying, it's not like an old X-Men book. It's not like the mm-hmm. early Jim Lee X-Men books or any Rob Liefeld shit from the 90s. Like this, Where everybody's freaking ripped. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Holocaust was, but I feel like that was even more important because he was such this over-exaggerated character. Right, but it, even then, I mean, it's not. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I dug it a lot, and it made me really interested in this character because I did not know. I've seen like one cover of this costume but I didn't know about his early days. I knew about the cartoon yeah. and what you had talked about, Milestone coming back. Mm-hmm. And he's a very popular character. And I, th- and I feel like a lot of people are kind of like that. Like they know him from the cartoon. They know him. He was in Young Justice for a little bit. Mm-hmm. He was one of their side characters. He, he was in, he, tie- he had a tie in with the Justice League in his cartoon back in the day. So he's been around, but you know, I remember when this comic came out and I remember getting the poly, poly bags were big back in the nineties. And I remember getting the poly bag book 
uh, of him, Icon, and Hardware. I have the Hardware book. I bought it not with you back in Wichita Falls. I remember you posted it. Yeah, so I, it was cool to reread this, man, because it's been so long. It's all, It felt like reading it for the first time. Yeah, it's uh, and I uh, I really enjoy this version of the character. Like, yeah, I don't know why they're going back to the... It may be because it was popular with the cartoon or whatever, but this is the yeah, costume recognizable. that he needs to go back to. I hope that they bring it back. Um, oh, it's so good, man. It's cool. And it and it yeah. really brings in like the Black Lightning vibe. Like that was a popular yeah. character, at least with the TV series. Not popular enough to bring it back, but uh, yeah, you know, it's cool. It's, yeah, like sort of like a homage to Black Lightning. Yeah, and not only that, but I love the world that they have that Milestone has. Like they've got all these extraneous characters that you kind of know about but you don't really have to know about yeah but i will say that the writing while really good i really enjoyed the writing um that it goes through the same thing we talk about almost every week like in four issues there's a lot of rush parts there's a lot of dial it up to 11 for no reason like these big climaxes that don't make a lot of sense um but I did, the first two issues were really cool. Like, I like that it starts just, like, on a heavy note. Like, he's kicking ass. And then you go back and kind of find out, you know, what happened. Yeah, I really agree. That's the way to do it, I think. Yeah. What about you? What did you think? I mean, you said you I loved it. it. I love this character in general. Um, and so it was good to go back and, and read this and actually get to, to, to experience this and, you know, I like to read these things with friends. Part of the part of my appeal of reading comic books is reading them with friends and 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 talking about them. And so sharing something like this is is really important to me. This character in general it, it was fun. So that was a big I I love the art. I've always loved the art. I'm with you, man. The suit it's insane that it's not the suit that they stuck with. Yeah, maybe they feel like it's out of date. Let me let me ask you this. Uh, I don't, and I don't know how recently you read this book before now, but like, as an adult, like, does it? How does it affect you as an adult reading this book? Um, as an adult, and it's been a while. It's probably been over ten years since I've read it. Um, as an adult, so reading things like this in high school, you don't realize the way that you act in high school, and mm-hmm. like the kind of sort of like over emotional. Sure. Like those tones hit way different now. You're like, oh yeah, that's a lot of the, <laughs> his, a lot of his reactions and a lot of his uh, emotional displays make a lot more sense because you know people our age can think about just like, damn, I can't believe I acted like that because that's just insignificant things. Yeah, we're hormones. We just are like, rational now. <laughs> yeah, relatively rational, but more <laughs> rational than like 16 year old us. Yeah. So, yeah, it definitely. It was good to see. I definitely understood a lot more of the um, the emotional moments, mm-hmm. sort of like getting picked on. Like that was it was they over exaggerated it for sure, but I felt I felt it. I I, I definitely understood where it's coming from. I'm glad they put that in there. Yeah, I mean, we both grew up in a place that that didn't really exist, but maybe it did somewhere else. So you know, yeah. that yeah. it seems like an adult was writing the book, but he obviously had. He obviously was attuned 
to the things that he experienced when he was younger because yeah. I feel like it portrays that so well. Yeah, I didn't grow up in inner city like Detroit for sure. But you know, being a nerd very young, I you know changed my persona up in high school, but like being young definitely had to deal with stuff like that, being bullied and things, but not like gang violence wasn't really as big as it is in this. Like it was around even when I was in high school, but like I've, I've floated in so many circles in high school. I didn't, I just really stayed out of all that nonsense. Yeah. Same. I mean, I knew people that were like in some bad shit, but <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, but I, yeah, I was in so many different, I was a friend chameleon in high school. I was just testing all the waters. But I, it didn't exist to me. But I do, I you know, I think he is too, because he's got a kid, he's got a friend that's in ballet, you know, and then he's got this other friend that yeah. can get him a fucking 38 and I think that's why I relate. That's why I think yeah. I relate to him so much. And again, it's a, it's a newer character. Peter Parker is my favorite superhero, probably, if I had to pin down one. And he was he created it was created in like the 50s and 60s like it's not that relatable like they make him relatable like this was a character that was created when i was reading comics and like i got to see issue one hit the stands peter parker vibes and relatable like to me it was just like a bunch of different things and reading it as it still hits home so um yeah i loved it yeah yeah you were maybe maybe 10 years younger than the character when it first came out yeah um but yeah i mean it really it it brought me back emotionally to how i felt and i feel like that's an important thing like there's a lot of it is not to get touchy-feely but there's a lot of you know superhero stuff but as far as like how he dealt with things emotionally was Mm -hmm. it was pretty powerful writing in my opinion just to bring me back there um but yeah Dwayne mcduffie was a genius man he really was yeah and even with this ongoing series, as oh, it's old, it is dated. I won't say it's not. It sure, really is. Yeah, like definitely. the way they, you know, a lot of stuff that they've talked about, and we didn't even we didn't even touch it. But there's a lot of like non PC moments, and it's oh, like definitely. that wouldn't fly now. Definitely. But uh, it was that was the time, you know. Yeah, and it, <laughs> well, I I don't know if I said it while we were while we were recording, but um, just like it was very much like house party kid and play like the way they were talking. Like I didn't quite understand a lot of the lingo. It just yeah. not, not, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't a high school student in the early nineties. So yeah, it wasn't, it was very nineties lingo. And again, this is like I said, it's like watching a house party movie or a boys in the hood movie. Like mm-hmm. you had to be a kid or you had to be alive and talking. It's like things that we say now, like yeah you know little kids will grow up and never say them i think we're weird for saying them. right it's like we're a generation behind you know being born in yeah. 86 and 87 like uh you know like we were 90s kids because that's when we're yeah. aware in this anyway but we really grew up in like the 2000s right yeah that's like our formative yeah. years yeah early yeah. 2000s like 90s all right, let's give this book a grade. Let's let these people get out of here. <laughs> just, I can't wait to do this live. They're just commuting. What are you <laughs> right? I, there's no other way for me to rate this. I have to be honest with my true self. True. You want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Actually, no, I'm going to give it a 5E. 
<laughs> dog. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Yeah, high bees. High bees uh, all around. Uh, I knew I knew what I was getting. I read what I was expecting and wasn't let down. Oh, definitely. Yeah, there was no, no part of it. And maybe it's just nostalgia, but there was no part of it that I I, I was just like, ugh. You know, it's but like I said, you know, and like I said before we started, like we are fully aware that this book came out in 1993. <laughs> like it wouldn't be fair to rate it on the same, you know, rate it the same way that we do other books that came out, you know, last month or this year or something like that. I will say the only lingo, and I brought this up earlier, the, the only lingo huh. <laughs> that threw me off is I think in issue four where he says something about. He's talking about Holocaust. He's like, why should I stop some dude trying to bust a nut? And like, yeah. Like, that lingo yeah. doesn't carry over. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, when I read that, I said, Simon, this is going to make Simon giggle. And I said that to, to my wife. I said, issue four, bust a nut? Ew. <laughs> That's the only note that I have. Oh, but yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm immature. But anyway, I'm glad you, I'm glad you enjoyed it because this book is uh, this character in general it means a lot to me. So mm, I'm no, glad, definitely. And I'll and I'm gonna read the rest of this. Yeah, I, it was at that moment where I was like, "This is not when I th- I think this is issue four, and I'm like, there's still like I still have like 50 pages left in this. And this and this trade rebirth of cool is weird because it's first four issues, first four issues. Mm-hmm. So it's like. They wanted to give people in the collected edition. They wanted to give something for both fans. I appreciate um, that, but, but but it's not explained very well. Yeah, it's confusing. Um, um, but yeah, I'm gonna keep reading it because I, I I dig it and I hope that they do the character justice. What I want to do is I want to read and maybe we talk about it again uh, later on. Is maybe do the first volume of the most modern Static Shock, not this one. Yeah, sort of like when he dives deep into his. Uh, uh, more intelligent side where he creates like a a board that's like a bunch of hexagons. It, it looks pretty futuristic, but uh, I never read it before, so I kind of want to. Hex, you mean Mephisto? Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> We're circling the drain, folks. I'm going to talk to Simon for a few minutes after this. It's it's getting pretty late though, but um, we will see you guys next next week. We're going to be reading Department of Truth uh i've only read the first issue so it'll be basically me reading it the first time so uh check us out on wednesday pool everything yeah wednesdaypool.com uh, look yeah you can find my instagram simian toast if you're into some toy photography a wednesday pool sime on tiktok i do Ooh. some bts stuff on there bts bts sounds so bad to me and i know it's not it just sounds bad like i do some I, bts I, stuff on there <laughs> I do some BTS stuff on there. We got some whips and chains, ready to get wild. I honestly think Backstreet Boys. I don't know why it's reversed. Yeah, BSD. Yeah, we're gonna start doing some stuff on YouTube. We have some ideas. This, uh, I forgot about the idea. We t- oh, we're gonna start doing window shopping because legitimately we can do that for. We did that for probably a. 45 minutes before we started yeah, it's not interesting or we would have recorded it but we just were looking at toys yeah. um that i will eventually buy because i'm influenced easily and yeah. lex is like that's cool and i'm like i guess i gotta get it yeah and now i'm and i have a even weirder hobby because now i want to buy toys and then send them to simon to hey, photograph <laughs> i'll take it so I'll it's an even it. weirder hobby i want to own toys but i don't want to have them 
You buy the Marvel Legends. I'll buy the expensive stuff. I'll just have the toys at Simon's house and be like, hey. Yeah. I'll have a Lex shell. Yeah, they're there. But do you have toys or anything, Lex? Yeah, they're at Simon's house. Yeah, he just... <laughs> I left them there. We play sometimes. <laughs> We're circling the train, folks. We will see you next week.